Welcome to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast with Lawrence Munaig, where we explore the ketogenic lifestyle and how it can improve your physical and mental health. Each week, we bring you valuable insights and advice from experts to help you on your journey to a healthier lifestyle. This episode is brought to you by BasicKetogenicLifestyle.com, where Lawrence coaches individuals with depression to reverse their symptoms and achieve a healthier, happier life using an evidence-based approach. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive deep into the world of ketones and coffee. Subscribe to the Ketones and Coffee podcast today and never miss an episode. I would say to not focus on other people's journeys and Mm -hmm. not to be saturated in all the images on Instagram and all the before and afters and just focus on yourself Mm -hmm. and focus on why. This episode is brought to you by Basic Keto Box. Basic Keto Box is a premium subscription box for keto dieters. It offers a wide variety of keto-friendly snacks delivered right to your door. Not only that, with your subscription box, you also get a 30-day meal plan that includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner, complete with macronutrients in every meal. We have an exclusive deal just for Ketones and Coffee podcast listeners. Receive an extra 20% off with your first month subscription. Head on over to basicketobox.ca to subscribe today. Hey guys, welcome to the Ketones and Coffee podcast where I bring in guests to discuss their own personal experience with a ketogenic diet. Our next guest is somebody that has failed on her first time on keto. But instead of putting her head down, she took it as an opportunity to learn. Since her restart, she has lost a total of 105 pounds in under one year. Let's now hear my interview with Sherry. Hi. Hey. Hey, Sherry. How's it going? I'm good. You? I'm pretty good. I, I'd like to start it with, you know, I always say that uh, learning stories from other people inspires me uh, to mm-hmm. do what I do. And I help by sharing great stories to hopefully inspire someone. If, For sure. If we can help even just one person and somehow impact his or her life, for me, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I so, agree. So do you have your coffee and everything? Uh, I do. I do. Perfect. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you okay. Okay. So I'd like to dive in here uh, in your keto journey. 105 pounds. Wow. That's no easy feat. That's definitely Definitely not. (laughs) A lot to talk about. And um, when we we were talking earlier in the week and uh, I said, you should get a trophy for this, I mean it. This is such an incredible accomplishment. And if you write a book titled How I Lost 100 Pounds, I think a lot of people would like to know, how the hell did you do it? And uh, I certainly want to know. So take me back to the time where you decided to switch to the keto diet. And what was your thought process like? Well, first, it was going back to I gave birth to my son. Mm -hmm. And I had gained a lot of weight and I was going through a lot of like depression and like mental health stuff and the weight, like I just grabbed whatever and the weight kept going on, but I didn't really notice at the time because I was too focused on my son and other things in life. And then I went to my friend's uh, wedding and I was a bridesmaid. So Mm -hmm. I was in a lot of pictures 
And I just saw the pictures once they came back from the photographer and I'm like, wow. Like it was such like a trip for me to see that and be like, and then I was like, Kato. So I was like reading up on keto because I had a hernia from Mm -hmm. uh, having a C-section and then I couldn't work out. So I looked up uh, different different ways and then I was like, oh, I'm going to try keto. And I had never tried it before. And then that was in July, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't really informed July, 2019. I wasn't informed enough. So I went off of it after a few months. But mm. when I started 100%, like went to all these supplement stores and got what I needed mm-hmm. was January 2020. That was when I started. Mm. And I just started doing intermittent fasting, mm. uh, which the lowest I did uh, 16-8. So I fasted for 16 hours and then uh, ate for eight. Um, and then that's what I incorporated. And then just making sure that I didn't have... Uh, more than 20 net carbs a day and just focus more on, cause I don't have a gallbladder. So I was focusing more on the protein, like eating a lot of lean protein and then the occasional, like I would have bacon or like wow. avocado or like other like fats, you know, but mm. I, there's a lot of misconception. I find that you have to just pile it on to lose weight on keto, but I, it worked for me with the, not doing that like the coconut oil I would use and Mm -hmm. um that kind of stuff but mostly just chicken breast a lot of vegetables uh eggs so that's what I did and then but first I had to deal with like trying to deal with okay no I'm not going to change my whole self you know what I mean Mm because I like who I am so I just wanted to change to be healthier to run around with my son to not um to just feel healthier and so I didn't want to go into the whole diet culture thing, but mm. I still wanted to lose weight for me, not to be some sort of like, like not for vanity, you know, but yeah. it's worked out pretty good. I'm not even a year in yet. So it's kind of mind blowing to me <laughs> that yeah. I'm trying to lose like another like 25 pounds whenever that happens, but I'm a lot less strict with myself now. So. That's good. Um, so you said you started you you started <coughs> keto uh, July twenty nineteen, and how mm-hmm. long did that last? Until Halloween, uh, I went off. I started going back to regular eating, like carbs and stuff, mm-hmm. in Halloween, and then so from October to January, I had gained some weight back, and then January is when I started completely over again. Oh, okay. Um, so, but when you first started, you didn't incorporate uh, intermittent fasting, not, not after when you had to do it again in January, that's when you um, uh, added intermittent fasting. Is that right? Yes. I didn't really know what it was about or how it could help me mm-hmm. before that. So this is July, 2019. And um, you were doing your research about keto diet and you found out that it's a high fat diet. What do you think of that at first? Uh, I thought, well, when I was in high school, if I'm going to take you back mm-hmm. a lot of years, when I was in high school, <clears throat> I did Atkins. And that's mm. like a sort of variant of keto, but it was really, it was too hard for me. Like I found constantly eating that way. I didn't enjoy it. 
But when I discovered keto and I saw that everyone on Instagram and stuff was just like baconators and just like mm. eating like all the fat they could eat. I'm like, oof. I'm like, I don't know. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could do it because I don't eat like, yeah, I don't eat a lot of that usually aside from if I ate carbs before, you know. Because what we but, were told that fat yeah. is uh, bad for you and mm-hmm. uh, fat turns into fat, uh, all, all that that comes with, uh, you know, um, you know, because we were conditioned while we were young and in school and our family around us that, you know, you have to have a certain amount of carbs in your diet. Um, yes, for sure. And, you know, you, you, and fat isn't even a big part of that diet. That's one thing that uh, I think plays a huge part with why people gain weight and it's not even your calorie intake and how you, how much you exercise. It's not even that sometimes it's your genetic makeup. And when you eat a high carbohydrate diet, your body just uh, abundance of carbs that, you know, sometimes it doesn't know what to do with it. So that's why it stores into fat and your insulin spike, all of these processed food would spike your insulin. I'm not a medical professional. (laughs) I don't know anything about the science. So guys, don't quote me on that. But, um, you know, we are only talking here about experience. And, um, you know, and I told you, we, I would only ask you to speak from experience. And what you've experienced uh, with the keto diet is Obviously, you're now in a better place. You are. You've lost 105 pounds, which is incredible to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know uh, how you did it. That's why I'm so intrigued. Um, I know a lot of people are. So I was looking at your some of your posts, looking back and w- when you started. Um, so you have a post that you said. Uh, I'm just paraphrasing here that you look at your old photo to remind yourself of how far you've come. I say this to my wife all the time. When she started her business on Etsy, her first year was awful. She wasn't getting any orders for the whole year um, when she started. So fast forward to today, she's just racking it up and almost, you know, 10 times her sale from a year ago. But people find that we get used to anything we adapt to and we want more. So I would ask her, do you realize how much you've grown from the past year? You know, sometimes we just have to step back and give ourselves that pat on the back. So at the time, take me back to six months uh, into the diet. Why do you think it's important to remind yourself uh, what you've accomplished? Because you've accomplished so much uh, six months into the diet and you've lost so much weight. um, And sometimes you plateau. Take, Take me back. What's your thought process back then? Um, That's why I said before that I had to kind of rewire my brain and and focus on um, that aspect of it because you're so brainwashed over the years with all the media and stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I, um, when I started this and other people were noticing, and I noticed when I started to lose weight, but my mind was still in that mindset of, Oh, you need to be thin or whatever. So I had to be like, no, let me relax and like take my own time and be my own healthy version of myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So six months ago, when I was hitting a plateau, I was kind of had to talk myself out of stopping and being like, no, it's just like trust. My friend said to me, who also does keto, trust the process. 
And she would tell me that. And I'd be like, oh, you know, I really need to. So when I found a picture from July to let's say January, February, like the difference was insane. Mm -hmm. And I didn't notice because I'm so wrapped up in my day to day. Mm -hmm. And then so looking back at the pictures, I'm not like, ugh, those pictures, you know, like some people are. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, wow, like this is real. Like I, I did accomplish that. So I had to work with myself first and I did. So I dealt with all my issues about what I went through in high school and college and whatever. So now when I'm hit a plateau, I don't feel the urge to binge or to um, go off keto. I'm just like, you know what? If I'm going to have something that's not keto, then it's not the end of the world because you're going to gain water weight. Basically, that's it. And then the next day or two days later, you're just going to go back to your regular lifestyle because that's how I feel. If I eat carbs now, I kind of feel a little gross. So then I go back to the keto diet and it doesn't, it didn't affect my life. You know what I mean? But I still wanted to eat that pizza and I did, (laughs) but I, I didn't go off the, like the rail or whatever you want to call it. Whereas when I was younger, I would have, because I would have been like, well, it's all ruined, you know? Yeah. Whereas now I've matured. So I'm able to go off and have these treat days and then come back and continue. Yeah. And when you go back to your old ways, um, I do. And we're, I'm not perfect. I'm going to go back. Uh, sometimes I'd like to, you know, I love hamburgers. And <laughs> that's the one thing about me that I, if, if I'm going on a trip, I would have a hamburger. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to punish myself for having that hamburger. I know myself. And like you said, you know, when you do have carbs again, you feel, you feel like you're not yourself. And mm-hmm. you know that, oh, okay, I need to go back to, um, to keto. You have to be aware of, you know, what you're eating and um, how you felt after eating that food. When you started the keto diet, I want to go back. Uh, when, <clears throat> when you started the keto diet, did you experience the keto flu? Uh, no, I didn't because I did a lot of research and I made sure that my electrolyte game was on point. Uh-huh. And I made sure that I got supplements as well from extra magnesium. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I bought like Gatorade Zero and mm-hmm. BioSteel and all like the brands for electrolytes. But now I just get Neosport and I put it in my water. And it also mm-hmm. promotes me to like drink like 96 ounces, let's say, of water a day, mm-hmm. which is what I need. So uh, I didn't get the keto flu. So mm-hmm. um, maybe like in January, like when mm-hmm. I first started, because I wasn't as equipped. Mm-hmm. But since then, I've gone off keto a few times, like for maximum a week. Mm-hmm. And when I went back, I didn't have the flu because I made sure to uh, have my electrolytes. Mm, interesting. Um, so that's one thing, too. Um, you said you did your own research. I think before you get into any type of diet, if you want to really be successful, you really have to know what you're getting yourself into. Um, especially for me, um, Filipino culture, we eat rice every day and it's white rice, it's processed rice. We are so conditioned with having carbs as a huge part of our, uh, diet. Um, when I started keto, I, 
I crashed. My whole body is really sore the next day. It's your body um, essentially looking for that energy source. And once you get over that hump, um, your, your body will use fat as fuel. It's your body transitioning into a new energy source, which is uh, fat intake. And so um, I did my research then, but I, it was brutal to me um, <laughs> not having uh, carbs in my diet. And it's just um, we don't, we, when you don't know about, about the keto flu, it's so easy to go back to your old habits and say, hey, it's not for me. Mm-hmm, for sure. So intermittent fasting, um, when did you incorporate that? Was that when you started in January? When, what, what introduced you to intermittent fasting? I had always heard about it because it's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, oh, can I actually go this many hours, you know, without eating and then condense my eating window? Mm-hmm. And uh, I follow a lot of bloggers and YouTubers that mm-hmm. do, they talk about calorie deficit all the time. And I was like, well, how can I accomplish uh, keto without like with being in a calorie deficit, you know? So <clears throat> I was like, oh, I'm going to try fasting. And then I started with like the bare minimum. And now I try, like I just completed a 37 hour fast wow. accompanied with bone broth, which I really don't like bone broth and like black coffee, electrolytes. And I was okay. Like I was, I felt fresh and it was good. But every day is usually, I'm trying to push it to do 18, six. So I'd probably eat 12 to six. I think that would work because I don't eat past six. Um, I feel like that helps too. Like, even though it's not science that like, if you stop eating at a certain time, you know, Mm. it's all about calories, but Um, I just find eating dinner with my son at like five, five thirty, and then finishing off at six with like some sort of snack or something. I feel like that helps a lot. And then that way I could eat earlier in the morning (laughs) if I finish later at night, uh, earlier at night. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm trying to remember back when I started fasting. I probably, I probably stumbled quite a bit because you get really hungry and that just gives me like, I get hangry, you know, like mm-hmm. I get angry a yeah, lot when yeah. I'm hungry. You're going to get that. So, so now I'm like, oh, I could, cause black, cause coffee all, all of a sudden like diuretic and everything like mm-hmm. makes you full. Mm-hmm. And so when you're fasting, that's like such an asset and same with electrolytes. Cause otherwise you're going to get a headache. You're going to want you feel like faint, especially with a longer fast. So electrolytes, black coffee, and then reluctantly bone broth (laughs) but i've heard so many keto people love bone broth so i was like oh i'm Mm -hmm. gonna try it and never again but yeah no no i hate it but (laughs) i'm gonna buy chicken broth i'll probably do that but so first of all does bone broth break your fast no it doesn't no Mm. it's 40 calories for Mm. um a cup and it has nine grams of protein so that's why Mm. people use it while they're doing extended fasts so that they can go longer. Um, interesting. That's interesting. Sometimes I do what they call a dirty fast, which I didn't mm-hmm. understand. I didn't know that was a thing even. Mm-hmm. But I drink uh, heavy cream, like a splash of it, with mm-hmm. my collagen uh, flavored protein. And that's what I use. And then that technically is like, I think, 75 calories or something. So it would break my fast, but I don't care. <laughs> I drink it anyway. 
Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, for me, I started OMAD like five days mm. ago. Wow. And um, I I've been doing intermittent fasting. I've been I I was doing I, I was doing sixteen and eight for the last couple of years, and um, what for eighteen for sixteen and eight I just uh, I just am not having breakfast. So it's easier for me um, getting mm-hmm. up and not having to prepare my food. Uh, it's so convenient. And so I was reading up on uh, Jason Fung uh, about uh, intermittent fasting and how it helps your uh, overall like just reset of your body and uh, just having water and some electrolytes. Um, when I did OMAD, oh my gosh, it's night and day. My focus, um, my energy, and it's just my overall feeling. I, I was just, you know, it, I, I couldn't explain it. It's like a superpower um, when you do uh, a, an extended period of uh, fasting. Um, and uh, funny enough, when I was reading up on, uh, on the research of uh, Dr. Jason Fung, um, a lot of uh, ancient religion, uh, like uh, you know Christianity, uh, Muslims, mm-hmm. all of them uh, practice fasting. Um, you know, uh, you know, different reasons, of course, uh, but um, essentially just to reset your your body. And in terms of fasting, has been really popular. Nowadays, with um, if you add it with your keto diet, it really helps a lot. Um, did you when you when you incorporate the key, intermittent fasting? Did you experience uh, a rapid loss of weight? Hey guys, let me tell you about this delivery service that's been a total game changer for my lifestyle. Did you know that it's now possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right at your doorstep? Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. And if I can avoid buying non-keto-friendly items from supermarkets who psychs you into buying unhealthy foods, plus if it saves me a lot of time and money, sign me up. Instacart is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences, so no more rock-hard avocados, and they will keep your eggs safe too. And Instacart will find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. And you can get your first order today delivered for free when you purchase over $35 by following the link on the show notes below to let Instacart know that I sent you and to help to support the show. Instacart, never step foot in the grocery store again. I don't, uh, it's such a blur to me. I think mm-hmm. it's hilarious that it's been not that long. I'd say like mm-hmm. 11 months, uh-huh. but it feels like such a long time. And so I'm trying to think back to if that, if that helped my weight loss, I know it had to have because it's your mm-hmm. body's resetting and it's mm-hmm. giving your chance to digest properly and whatnot. But I feel like it definitely helps me, um, not be hungry. Mm-hmm. I feel like before when I was uh, misinformed, I just was like, oh, I'm so hungry. Like, how am I supposed to only have 20 net carbs mm-hmm. a day, you know, mm-hmm. and lower my calories while I'm still like mm-hmm. moving a lot during the day and expelling energy. And um, 
So when I incorporated um, either 16.8, 18.6 or OMAD, which I do want to try, I'm a little nervous. But um, when I incorporated that, I was like, oh, this actually helps not feel hungry. You know, it takes mm-hmm. away that that feeling. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm not as irritable. There are still some times where I'm like, oh, just super salty. But um, it helps, I find, with irritability and just balance and mood and just makes me feel like lighter, you know, not in the sense of weight, but... Mm-hmm in just like my mental clarity and and feeling like I can go and work out and yeah. not feel like weighed down, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that helps a lot, but I do want to try the OMAD. Like I ch- I've been checking it out, but I'm trying to think of how to get all my calories with that one meal, you know? Yeah, I think you're so going to do daunting. well. I think yeah. you're going to do well just because you've done the 16 and 8. And um, to me, you're just going to extend it uh, a little bit further and make sure the first time um, I the fourth day, I think uh, I had a headache just because Mm -hmm. um, I think I have a low low glycemic, low sugar because I wasn't having, I know, any electrolytes. I was just maybe I forgot to hydrate myself (laughs) that day because I was feeling really great about myself uh i was because your days when you're so focused on your day it just flies by but probably that's probably what happened and i I probably forgot to hydrate myself but uh but i i feel i feel good now um so i i did that for five days and now i'm back to 16 and 8 and uh i feel good i think i'm gonna do it again uh to reset uh maybe in a few weeks the feeling i cannot explain um it, this stretch i it's i was really feeling sluggish uh I, I was just in a slump maybe it's the weather i'm not sure but when i got on the omad uh, one meal a day i really you know i was rejuvenated i felt great i have so much energy and i think you're really gonna do well since you've you know conditioned yourself to uh the 16 and 8 yeah, I think you'll do well. Hopefully. I will try it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the food that you've uh, really missed uh, since you're on keto? I'm going to say anytime I had a treat day, it was pizza. Mm. Um, like ordered pizza, not made yeah. pizza. Because if I'm going to go all out, it's going to be delivery. And I feel like... I've made a, so many different keto pizzas and they help for the most part, but <laughs> um, regular pizza, like I just, it's the best for me. <laughs> That's what my go-to is. So like every couple months or something, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have pizza and my son loves pizza too. So it works. Wow. Um, I love that you said that because every Friday we do pizza, pizza Fridays. Oh my goodness. I, I haven't tried that yet. You should. Um, okay. Disclaimer. I'm not going to say it's going to be the same thing, <laughs> but the toppings really make a difference. Uh, they do. They do. The toppings. So, you know, have the same toppings your favorite on your favorite pizza, maybe. Um, it's a lot more filling because the meat oh, is yep. so much heavier. And I'm trying to sell you on this, but... Uh, <laughs> It, it really works for us. I don't know. Uh, I haven't had pizza in a while be- 
maybe because we're having mitzvahs every Friday, and it's uh, you know my my mom and my dad they live with us, and uh, I don't know they make fun of <laughs> they make fun of the mitzvah, <laughs> but uh, they always say it's not the same. I'm still working on you know convincing them to to get on this diet, but uh, that's why I'm educating myself now and um, make and you know having you on here would. Uh, it's, I'm I'm uh, I'm learning from you. On I'm I'm still processing that 100 pounds in under a year. I'm, I'm still <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I'm still processing that. Um, if you, if I were to, um, I'm sure you're getting questions uh, left and right and how you did it in under one year. Losing 100 pounds is really incredible. And if you were to uh you know tell me how you did it in, in in a few words and what my mindset should be uh going into it uh, what would you say i would say to not focus on other people's journeys and mm-hmm. not to be saturated in all the images on instagram mm-hmm. and all the before and afters and just focus on yourself mm-hmm. and focus on why you want to do this and what drives you. And mm. if that, if what drives you is something superficial or what you feel forced into, mm-hmm. then it's not going to work because I've done countless other things and it's just ricocheted and mm-hmm. it just didn't work for me. So now I'm in control of my own life. I'm in control of what I buy in the grocery store. Yep. Um, also having a plan because when I don't think ahead and say, oh, these are my carbs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or whatever, I'm going to either overeat, or I'm going to not know when I'm going to be hungry, I'm going to be like, I don't care. But if I think, oh, you know what, tomorrow, I'm going to have a shake, or I'm going to have this with this. And um, just also knowing that you don't have to get every supplement, because basically, your body is producing it uh, for themselves, like, you don't need to get uh, other things to help you with that, but it also is good. Like I take certain supplements that help me feel more energized. Like I see in your, in your sign ketones and coffee, mm-hmm. I've had quite a few ketone supplements, mm-hmm. um, which have helped me with energy and focus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to circle back to what else I would tell somebody just to stay consistent and not, mm-hmm. And not worry about the scale because, you know, there's that hashtag and uh, NSV for the for reason, you know, like there's a lot of other victories in keto that don't revolve around the scale. Uh, I'm trying to teach myself that as well because I happen to check the scale too much, <laughs> but I'm trying to work on that. That's something I'm going to work on for 2021 to just focus on how I feel and less of the numbers. So that's what I would tell somebody, especially when they're dealing with plateaus and stuff. I love that. I love that. Just because um, keto is not just a a New Year's resolution. It's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And if you're getting, if you're going into keto uh, thinking that, you know, this is just a short thing and it's just lose weight. um, Once you go back to your old habits, you're going to, you're gonna feel the difference and Mm -hmm. for me 
Um, this is a lifestyle change for me now, and I enjoy it. I love it. There's a lot of food that are keto. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, you know, maybe pizza uh, is, is something that you love, but we could have a version of that called the pizza. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of things. You can have pies, keto pies. There's a lot of um, uh, ice, cream. ice cream. There's bakeries. There's... Mm-hmm. There's uh there's there's bread and I know it's not gonna be the same, but you will learn to love it because it's it's such uh again you what you said you feel so good when you're on keto plus when you're intermittent fasting and all that um I love it um the holidays are coming and January you know um. Your New Year's resolution, new New Year, new me. You know, I love how you've uh, stuck with it. Uh, and um, is it gonna be your lifestyle now, uh, keto? You see yourself uh, being on keto for years? Uh, I would say that uh, I'm still trying to lose 25, mm-hmm. and however that long that takes, mm-hmm. I can see myself transitioning to maybe lower carb. Mm-hmm. Like some people do 50 and under a day yep. Yep. or something like that, just so that I can be a little bit more relaxed yep. with yep. what I choose to eat. But mm-hmm. like you were saying before, I love going to a bakery, a keto bakery, mm-hmm. or like we have a marché tao here in Montreal mm-hmm. and just to have so many options now, not as much as Ontario and the U S which mm-hmm. still irritates me but we do have a good enough like i get this loaf of bread that's so good and it it takes away that craving for bread you know yeah so i'm happy with that we still don't have the keto ice creams here (laughs) but we do have some of the pizzas like unbun and a few of the other alternatives so that i feel like is my treat in itself you know because it's rather expensive Mm -hmm. so i'd go and get that if i'm or I'm going to do the pizza. I'm going to get the yes. ground chicken, the ground chicken or turkey or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to make that pizza. Yes, yes. Um, absolutely. And you don't have to be super strict with your diet. You could have, you know, higher than 20 carbs. It's flexible. It's up to you, you know, mm-hmm. however, whatever works for you. And um, you can always go back to the keto diet. And I... I I am so in awe with what you've accomplished. I know you're, you're still going, uh, you know, you're keeping this diet to lose uh, 25 more pounds. And I think you could do it. I know you could do it. You've given me so much uh, information about how you, uh, how you accomplished this uh, magnificent thing. It's, I, I can't wrap around my, my head around it still, but uh, <laughs> under a year, it's incredible. And uh, I'm so grateful to you. Uh, for coming on sharing your story and I uh, really appreciate you and we will I'm, I'm sh- pretty sure it's going to impact somebody that's maybe um, you know looking to lose pounds looking to lose weight and uh, always having to go back to their old habits because they can't get over the hump and you've shared with us here how you did it and what helped you um you know, going forward with this diet and what helped you um, in the beginning. And so um, good luck with everything. 
thank you so much for thank coming you. on. And I really, really appreciate you. This will resonate with a lot of people. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. So guys, there you have it. You've just heard Sherry talk about how she accomplished this big goal by staying focused on herself, her own journey and happiness. If you like hearing stories like this, make sure to follow us so you get notified every time we upload a new episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another great episode here on the Ketones and Coffee podcast. And we've had such a pleasure of hosting yet another amazing guest here, guys. If you're eager to learn more about the secrets of succeeding on the ketogenic lifestyle, be sure to check out the show notes. As a special treat for our loyal listeners, I'm offering an exclusive opportunity for a free consultation call. Discover how you can achieve success on the ketogenic lifestyle by simply referring to the details provided in the show notes take advantage guys of this unique chance to enhance your journey to a healthier you and stay tuned for more captivating episodes and until next time guys keep embracing the power of ketones